Welcome back to the H&H Hour podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Heidi Bolt, and my co-host is Heather Taves, but she's also my sister. I am. This is Heather. Yes. Um, So this is kind of a fun adventure that we're on together as sisters, as co-hosts. The H&H Hour's goal is to discuss this beautifully ordinary life and to maybe shed some light on the fact that Heather, many of us feel very ordinary yeah. in our day in right. and our day out. I know I do. Can feel very mundane. Yes. But I know that as we've had this podcast, we're you know, into our, almost into our 40th episode, we have heard people say over and over how they're beginning to realize that their ordinary is actually extraordinary. Yes. As we have talked about that and yes. as we've been able to share the journey we've been on with that. And kind of point that out to people. Like, yes. hey, start noticing your everyday life is really an extraordinary adventure and there's so much joy to be had in that when you start to see it through that lens. Yes. So if you're new to the podcast, we want to say welcome Mm -hmm. and explain. Sometimes it's just Heather and myself. Right. And those are called H&H chats and you never know what's going to come up in a chat. You never know. And then sometimes we invite a guest onto our program, um, onto an episode. And today's guest, Heather, I'm really excited about. Me too. I'm, I cannot wait. I know. <laughs> so our guest, his name is Matthew Bennett. We lovingly call him Maddie because he is our brother. He is um, my my younger brother, Heather's yep. younger brother. Yep. He's our middle brother. He is. He's the middle, the middle boy. So he and I are middle sibs together. Yes. Um, so we have that camaraderie. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that. Yes, that will be interesting. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome, Maddie. Welcome to the H&H Hour. Thank you so much. I Really, really appreciate you having me on and uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for the nice introduction. Should we warn everyone up front that you're the funny one? Yeah, I, I don't think so because it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm the funniest when, when nobody's ready for it. This is true. Well, it is kind of this weird thing when we're all together as a family. I asked Maddie one time, I'm like, is that a lot of pressure to feel like we're going to be like, hey, Maddie, make us laugh, <laughs> you know? So sorry about that if that is pressure, bud. <laughs> No, it's fine. As long as mom's around, all the jokes land. So <laughs> It's so true. It's so- no problem. I just keep mom around as much as possible because uh, everything's funny to her. That's that's actually a really good quality, right? When you just can laugh Absolutely. easily. I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it. Okay, well, we know so much about you, and we could probably answer these questions for you, but our people don't want to hear our answers. They want to hear yours. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about who you are and... Um, what your life involves right now. Okay, so um, first and foremost, I'm one of uh, seven siblings. Um, So that's obviously a a big thing in my life. It's a lot to keep up with, a lot of birthdays and things like that. But uh, I'm married, been married for 11 years uh, as of this weekend. Happy anniversary. Thank you. So I always, Uh, always think of your wedding when the trees start to change colors here because... You have a late October wedding, and all the trees were so pretty. So it always makes me think of your wedding. Yeah, it really did work out perfect. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was rainy in the evening, but the the uh, weather was perfect for the pictures, which I know was important to her. So yeah, that's therefore, right. it was important to me. <laughs> yeah. Smart man. Uh, yeah, but uh, we met at a church. We were both in high school, um, so we've known each other a long time now. Um, we currently live in Houston, Texas. We've lived here for uh, about six and a half years now, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, I work for a family-owned construction company. I've done uh, some some sales and some project management and some sales management and just a bunch of different things. Uh, when you work for a family-owned company, everybody kind of does a little bit of everything to some degree. So sure. uh, that's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, have uh, the huge blessing of working uh, for a bunch of friends and, and specifically one of my best friends. Um, so that is incredible. That's cool. Um, as far as hobbies, pretty, uh, pretty much a sports guy. Um, also enjoy music old and new or, uh, hearing new stuff is always great. And then, uh, living away, we do travel quite a bit, uh, especially home to see family. <laughs> uh, we like to sit by the pool and, Occasionally binge watch a Netflix show. So that's, <laughs> that's pretty much our life. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that, like jobs and yeah. hobbies and yeah. um, 
So one thing we do, Matt, on the H&H Hour, and you know this, but we've just implemented this, and this is for our listeners to get to know our guest. So this is called our H&H Fast Facts. And what Heather and I are going to do is we're going to ask you one word, and you have to tell us whatever comes to mind. I cannot wait to hear this. I got to tell you, this is really, really dangerous with me. (laughs) I think it's going to be great. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. The first time I had to do it, I was terrified. I just was like, what is going to come out of my mouth? (laughs) Cracked me up. Okay, so... Thank goodness for editing, right? Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So are you ready, Maddie? Never more ready. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Weather. Hot. A sport. Baseball. Restaurant. Lupe. Vacation. Fun. Car. Expensive. (laughs) Touche. Wife. Awesome. Team. Cubs. Cold drink. Tea. Workout. Necessary. (laughs) Bummer. Friend. Yes, Maddie is speechless. I was trying to be so good, give you just one word, but uh... okay, we'll move on. I think you'll, I think you'll nail this one. Pet peeve, partiness, joke. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard you so speechless. I, I have no idea. Um, I guess the word is funny. Okay, okay, that's good. Okay, clothes. Old. Old. Shopping. Boring. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That wraps up our fast facts. And I, I thought I was ready, and a few of those, I just, I mean, there was just no words. I know, they're I'm, hard. Just, just completely blank. I know. I'm not sure I've ever seen you speechless. <laughs> well, you did it. That's just, either age or yeah. lack of sleep or something. Could be. Yeah. Maybe I'm showing maturity and I'm filtering out some of the words that I used to used to say. Oh, oh some discretion. That could be there it. There you go. Yeah, could, could be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm mo- a rule follower, so when you say one word, I, I try to keep it to one word. I, it is what it is. I mean, You get I that know. from Mama. I know. Yeah. I love that. I know. Us rule followers, we have to stick together. I know. It's kind of a burden sometimes. It, <laughs> it really is, because then you've got the people that are like, what? Only rules if they're, you know, necessary. So... Exactly. Exactly. I don't think people would think I was a rule follower, but I am. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of unique for a middle child to be a rule follower. Yeah. I don't know what child I am. There's so many of them. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so true. Okay, Maddie. So okay. we we ask all of our guests this question: What about yourself and your life feels ordinary? Yeah. Um, I, this one's pretty easy. I think. Um, I. There's a lot to choose from. I, I guess I'll go back to sports. Uh, I'm kind of a guy's guy in that sense. I like sports. I like competition. I like watching them, playing them, talking about them. Um, probably way too much. <laughs> uh, so I also have very ordinary skills when it comes to playing them, which is why I talk about them and watch them, and, and you know, don't <laughs> don't play for the Cubs. Uh, so. I, Pretty ordinary as far as that goes, I would say. Okay. That's a good answer. That is a good answer. I like that. It's different. Yeah. No one's answered that yet. No, that's good. Okay. So what about your life feels extraordinary? Yeah, this is where it gets hard. Yeah. Uh, I know everybody says that, but it really is a tough question. Yeah. Um, I've heard some great answers from your guests on this, uh, and, and it's always interesting. Uh, so I, I've thought about it a lot, and I, I thought through, you know, how – how is a nice way or polite way to say, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit good at this thing or that thing or whatever. Um, and then when I took a step back, I I kind of realized that, um, one of the things that makes me extraordinary is probably something, um, you both and, and most of your listeners can relate to, but, um, I think it's place in life. You know, I was obviously born, uh, into, the U.S., and uh, it's one of the most influential countries in the world, or the most, I should say, Um, and just comparatively to what, you know, the average person has, and if you look back their history, and and there's all sorts of crazy uh, statistics about that, but 
um, we've been given so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think, you know, for me, that's really sobering because, uh, you know, the Bible says to, to whom much is given, much will be asked. And yeah. I, I just look at what I have and what I was given and, and, you know, what we've always have, uh, or have had and, um, just having food every day and a roof over our heads and cars to drive and, you know, a, a, an emergency fund and a savings account, mm, um, yeah. makes us very, very extraordinary. So I'm not trying to take the easy way out and say, no, and say that, but, uh, it, it's something that, that I think about a lot. And, and to me, it's, uh, it's a huge responsibility that, that, uh, like I said, most of us have. So I love that answer so much, Matt. Because I do think that sometimes we're so accustomed to the incredible provision God's given us that it feels just ordinary. But we've got to realize that it's actually quite extraordinary. Um, You know, I think of that actually often when my son and I sit down each month to write our letters to our little compassion children who are children in underprivileged parts of the world that we're able to help support so that they have, you know, medical assistance and food and education and Every single month, I'm reminded, man, what we have is extraordinary. So I love that you're sharing that because I, yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah, and we, we all need to remember that. I mean, I think every day we need to look at the comforts that we have and thank God for them and value them instead of just taking them for granted. I love that answer. Right. So right. good. And it's something I, I, I see all the time around me, and, and it's something I'm guilty of too, but I, I, I just feel like we forget it so fast and yeah. we wake up and maybe we have our quiet time and you know write down what we're grateful for and then yeah. um, 10 minutes later we've completely forgotten it and and I, I just see it all around me all the time so it, it's something especially lately I've been really really um, focused on is is uh, not squandering what we've been given and mm-hmm. knowing that you know we, we have to find ways to give it back mm. that's a good word Maddie I love it yeah I love it that's so good so as I'm listening to you talk I'm um realizing how much all of our brothers sound alike, Heidi. So much alike. It is crazy. I honestly don't know if um, we had you all lined up on the phone, on audio, if I'd be able to tell you apart. <laughs> we should do that. We should test you. I know. I mean, I think I would know. Oh, that'd be so fun. There's some there's some We're little differences, that. but it, you, you guys all sound so much alike. So speaking of brothers, we mentioned earlier that you are one of four brothers um, and you're in the middle uh, with another one of our brothers, Isaac. So tell us about your friendship with them because it's so unique and it's so uh, beautiful and amazing. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, this this is a really, really hard question because um, it, it, it's one of those things where it's almost hard to find words for and not to get too sappy or emotional, but um, I, I just, I can't imagine, um, you know, how different life would have been without them or, or would be. Uh, we are quite literally in contact every single day. Um, we, you know, most people nowadays do a, a group chat and we're no different. Mm-hmm. Um, or a group text message and, and, you know, 90% of it is about the Cubs. Uh, <laughs> but that's probably not surprising to you. Um, you know, but it, it's just one of those things where day in and day out, I, I know they have my back. Um, yeah. you know, they, we make fun of each other relentlessly, but it's all in good fun. Um, so they, they mean a ton to me, of course, and uh, all my siblings do, but, uh, you know, growing up, especially the, the unique, um, environment we had, we were with each other a lot, mm-hmm. um, and we weren't allowed to fight. Uh, so when we did, it got corrected very, very quickly. And, uh, you know, to this day, I, I still think how incredible it is, how, how little conflict really we've had, you know, as mm-hmm. adults, um, there's been almost none, you know, yeah. outside of a quibble over competition or something like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's something I just, uh, it's almost hard to put into words, you know, how much they mean to me um, as a, as a group and individually, of course. That's so that you're right. It is so unique. Um, but so my question is, because all four of you are very competitive, um, do you feel like that kind of was a driving force in your life, or was that a discouragement to have that type of competition within your your own family as brothers? I think it depends on the day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mostly a driving force. Yeah, um, you know, I 
it, as much as it isn't my goal in life to be more successful or, or have more money in the bank, um, I, I think it's cool because we're, we're all so similar. Not only do we sound similar, but uh, we have a lot of a very similar personality traits. And um, it's something we've used to our advantage. Uh, I think we can kind of easily uh, spot, you know, if, if one or the other is having a bad day or kind mm-hmm. of where yeah. they're going with a train of thought and, and just really um, an iron sharpening iron type of situation. Yeah. Um, Isaac is obviously closest in age to me and, and uh, you know, people could confuse us as, as twins. We're so similar. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's something that, that has definitely uh, worked to, to our advantage in life. Okay. So if I were to say in the name of one of your brothers, could you give me a fast fact about each one of them or a word that you would use to describe them? Is this a word or is this a, an embarrassing story? No, no, no. Whatever you, whatever you want. <laughs> I'll say the name of a brother and you tell me one line or one thought or one thing about them, okay? Yeah, okay. Steven. Goofy. Uh, goofy is all get out, but uh, <laughs> probably the, the most tender heart of anybody I know. Yes. Agreed. And we, we have to brag on him a little bit, I think, don't we? Let's brag on Steven. He's Absolutely. our baby. He's the baby of our sibs. He just took his LSAT to try to get into law school or to get into law school, and he scored. Do you even know what the, the total was, Maddie? Uh, I, I, I don't. Uh, I looked up the percentile, and uh, it was very, very high. It's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, higher than anything I've ever heard. I'm pretty sure the reason we don't know the score is because he's being very humble. <laughs> Yeah, um, probably. And the crazy thing is, is, is when he sent me that text, um, I was extremely proud, uh, but I wasn't even surprised. No, like, yeah. that's, that's just Steven. He, I know. You know. When he puts his nose to something, he's, he's going to get it done. He's so smart. So, so, so needless to say, he could get into any law school in the country that he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and he's if cool. you met him, you'd be surprised that he, you know, he could get his pants on straight that day. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be goofing around and, and you wouldn't have any idea that. Oh, he he's so fun. <laughs> he's so fun. He wouldn't be. Okay. Fan. Uh, he's just incredibly loyal um, and consistent, you know, he, yeah. he never wavers, uh, which can, uh, you know, the, the flip side of that is it occasionally. Um, you know, you always know what you're getting is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, so it's not very spontaneous, but, uh, man, it's a, it's a great trait to have for yeah. sure. Steady. That's for so sure. true. Okay. Last but not least, Isaac. Uh, he's just so similar to me. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy, but, mm-hmm. uh, he's like me with a messy room. <laughs> Which mom despised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's we're very, very similar, but uh, his room was messy, but uh, it, his brain isn't messy, and, and that sounds weird, but yeah. he's a smart guy. He, yeah. he, he knows what's going on, so yeah. uh, he, he drives me. Uh, he certainly does. He, he uh, He's constantly bringing me ideas and challenging me on things and, and uh, you know, wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I think that's so cool to hear you talk about your brothers, Matt, specifically... Um, Isaac, because he is a bit younger than you by two years. And I do think that it is, I feel like it's lacking in our society where we hear people speak so well of one another mm. and where we're able to find like, hey, not what are the things that annoy me about that person, but man, yeah. what are, what's the good in them? What do we celebrate? Yeah. And, you know, how do we speak that life into them? Because, you know, sometimes someone just speaks that one word of encouragement over you and it can change the whole course of your, not just your day, yeah, but your outlook, your outlook, yeah. your week, your month, even the course of your life. So, mm-hmm. man, I yeah. love hearing you speak that encouragement over them. That's so cool. So yeah, cool. Absolutely. Well, thanks for asking the question because it's certainly something I, I don't do enough. So, and, oh. and we don't, you know, we don't do it to each other's face enough, whether it be my brothers or close mm-hmm. friends or, mm-hmm. or whoever it may be. Um, I totally agree. It's. It's something that we should all do more. Well, yeah. one thing that I love, Matt, um, and I think we actually talked about this on a, on a previous podcast, but a few years ago, you kind of had this aha moment where you said, hey, you know, all of us siblings, the seven of us, but then also the siblings that have married in, who we claim, you know, as our siblings, um, you said we're all so close, but obviously life happens and we're, we're spread apart across the country. And you said, what if we did an email sibling 
and or a, a sibling email and we can all just keep each other updated and if yeah. something's going on in our world let's shoot a quick email to all of us and then let's pray for each other let's mm-hmm. whether it's encouraging or holding each other accountable like let's just do that and so you did that you mm-hmm. sent it out and it has been an ongoing thread mm-hmm. for all these years and it's been so awesome yeah i absolutely love it i think it's my favorite yeah. email when i see a bennett sibling email pop up on my screen i'm like oh yes finally another one <laughs> yeah you know because so much better than another groupon email wasn't it right <laughs> <laughs> but you know life yeah. can get so busy that it could be hard to keep each other in the loop and so yeah. this has been a great way to just keep dialogue and conversation and above all to help each one of us know you know how am i going to be praying for you know whether it's matt and jenna or isaac and blake or steven today yeah um it's been so huge so thanks for yeah. doing that yeah thank you i've loved that yeah yeah, absolutely. Good idea. I'm glad it's something people like, uh, and I, I'm with you. I love it too. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. So it's always exciting to to hear updates, and you know, I frankly, I wish we all found time to do it more. Uh, I know, but uh, well, life gets busy. I, I get it. To all the Bennett Sibs, if you're listening, and all the Marians, the in loves, email more to the Bennett sibling. <laughs> Email thread. <laughs> you heard it from Heather. She's our firstborn. So. This is now podcast on for all to hear. I love it. So Matt, um, many years ago now, I can't believe how long ago it was already. Um, you and Jenna, you, you guys made a decision. You switched the course of your life. You moved from central Illinois where you guys were raised and you moved to Florida. Can you tell us what prompted that decision? Yeah. Um, we, we'd always talked about being okay with living somewhere else, not in a, not in the sense of trying to get out of town or, or away from family or anything of that nature. Um, but, uh, from a timing standpoint, uh, it, it worked out. I was kind of, um, unhappy with my current employment, uh, the job kind of, the clock had kind of run out on it, uh, organically, I guess. But, uh, so we, we decided to do it and, and, uh, we moved a thousand miles away and, and we moved uh, to Florida where we knew no one, quite literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, when we got there that night, um, we didn't have anybody to help us unload our stuff. We didn't even know how we were going to get uh, our stuff unloaded into the apartment. And I'll never forget it. We, we went and um, got some Panda Express. And mm-hmm. I, I honestly say that sitting there, we neither of us had to say it. We were both thinking, what on earth did we just do? Hmm. Um, so it, it was, it was a really, really, uh, lonely feeling, uh, on one sense, but on the other hand, it was really, really exciting. Um, and ultimately we ended up in Texas, as you know, and, and it's not something that we would trade. Uh, it has tons of challenges, but, uh, um, I think we both just knew that there was, there was, you know, other plans for us and that we probably weren't um, called to stay in in, uh, in Illinois our whole lives. Hmm. And I think it's, I hope you don't mind me mentioning this. If you do, I guess we'll edit it out. But <laughs> so you, you had this interest in um, learning to fly helicopters. And right. so that's why you, you guys moved to Florida for you to go into pilot school. And right. you did that. And I think the thing that I remember thinking, Maddie, after – so I was pregnant with um, our firstborn, and after I got over my sobs because mm-hmm. my two of my very best friends in the entire world – I mean, you and Jenna were like my go-to, you know. Right. Um, yeah. You guys were the, the younger the younger newlyweds, and Kip and I were just a little bit – tiny bit ahead of you in the in the world of marriage. And, um, you know, so we were buds. We, we hung out a lot. And – like I was so sad, but I was also so proud of you for having that adventurous spirit to go, man, this is something I'm really interested in. I can't learn it here. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do it and I'm, le- I'm going to learn it. And, um, that was just so, I was so proud of you. Cause like what a step of faith mm-hmm. to go, man, God, this is on my heart. This is interesting us. We're going to have to move somewhere where we can do this. And you did. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I mean, I just think well done. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I think it's really cool that you pursued that dream. Yeah, because I, yeah, I appreciate that. It was, it was uh, a, a really, really tough decision. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, last thing I want life to be is boring. Uh, yeah. It's too short for that. So yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I, I really, really encourage uh, anyone listening that, uh, you know, take, take a big step. Uh, yeah. It, it'd be very, very rare that a big, you know, a big step is regretted. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. And someone might need to hear that today. Just, hey, you have a dream, go for it. Like there will be sacrifices and it might be hard, but in the end, it is always so worth it. You'll, you'll regret it forever if you don't go for it, if you don't give it a try. Yeah. yeah so things tend to work out for those who, who uh, take, take big chances. Yeah. Yeah. So you were um, in Florida for a few months and then you moved to Texas. Um, what was the hardest um, adjustment Coming from, you were in the Midwest, you both grew up in the Midwest, and then you moved to the great state of Texas. What was difficult about that? Yeah. Well, uh, 110 degree heat with 100% humidity uh, <laughs> was probably the worst. Uh, yeah. We, we moved in July, so we were we were greeted by that exact scenario. Nice. Um, our friends here haven't forgiven us for that yet. I think they're still sweating from six years ago, moving our, our stuff in that day. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, Actually, the move from Florida to Texas was was pretty easy. Um, we we had uh, we had the privilege of getting to move four doors down to um, one of my best childhood friends and, and our, mm. our uh, one of our best couple friends, and uh, so we lived very very close to them uh, for several years. And uh, having that kind of built in, you know, friendship, and, and they had friends here that they had established, so. Having that that friends group established um, made that a whole lot different than the move to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you know, obviously, the job here that I took uh, was a huge blessing, and uh, you know, something that's been very consistent in, in our lives. And um, you know, we we definitely look back, and again, it was a tough decision, but um, we look back and know that you know it was God's will for us. Uh, so we've had a whole lot of fun. It's a it's a great state, and I um, haven't gotten any family members to move down here yet, but I'm going to keep trying. So. <laughs> you, know, you know what the deal is with that, right? So Heather and Holly and I all say, like, if we can convince each other, right? but now we have to lump Isaac into that as well. So if we can all convince each other and mom and dad to move, then we're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a just big like nine things that need to need I know, to happen. That's a big right? task. And then, yeah, and then we're here. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> if it's a God thing, then I guess so. But otherwise, yeah. we might be here. But yeah, well, yeah, I understand. Thank goodness for airplanes. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. What's what do you feel like, Matt? Is the hardest part about you guys being away from family? Um, it, it's probably not a surprising answer, but it's it's uh, family. It's missing family. Uh, it's missing, uh, you know, as the years go by, you, you miss event after event. And, you know, we obviously get home for the big ones, but uh, um, the small ones go by, you know. And, yeah. and thank goodness for pictures and videos and things like that, but it's, it's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's something that's consistently a challenge, and, you know, we'd love to be there for everything. But... Um, not being able to do so is is very very difficult. Yeah, I do think that technology um, it helps bridge that gap. I mean, I'm not away from family, so I can't speak to this wholly. But I do feel like you know, even with you guys, so your sweet wife and I get to Facetime every single week, and my kids know that if they hear the Facetime ring, Auntie Jenna's calling, you know, or are you calling Jenna? And so now, you know, Collins, who's our our 16-month-old, if she hears FaceTime, she says, Jenna, Jenna, <laughs> and she That's knows awesome. it's going to be Auntie Jenna. So I do think it is, if, you know, if people are like listening and they're having that struggle of being mm-hmm. away from family, I think try to be intentional about still being in touch, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the, the, the group text or the email mm-hmm. or the FaceTime, because um, we are in this time and age where we right. get to use that to yep. stay close and to stay connected. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree, and, and we don't do it enough. Um, and it goes back to the email, but you know, if we would all make a little bit more time and our mm-hmm. lives yeah. slow down, uh, I think we'd all be a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So since you and Jenna just you picked up together, the two of you, and, and moved away, how has that impacted your marriage? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a double-edged sword um, because on one hand it's it's given us um, 
no choice but to work together. You know, we have to we have to compromise in so many different areas. We we especially in our first move, we had each other, and that that was quite literally it. Um, so we either worked together or things became much much more difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, the flip side on that is it it creates creates a lot of hurdles. You know, we just deciding when to travel home and, and yeah. what to go back for and what not to go back for and how to, you know, split time and, and things like that. It, it creates a lot of complexity um, yeah. in a marriage. So um, it's, it's definitely a two edged sword. It, it's really um, overall it's, it's great though. I, I think it's um, certainly been a positive for our marriage and mm-hmm. it's something that, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, we have each other. Mm-hmm. And, together it's going to be a lonely life mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so i mean this is not a secret to you we adore your wife jenna um and many of our listeners do too because she was a guest in our podcast um quite a few months ago now mm-hmm. and this is an interesting fact her episode matt is the number one most listened to episode of all episodes of the h&h hour to date and wow, awesome. mm-hmm. yeah it's incredible her story has impacted so many people. Like mm-hmm. we've had so many people reach out to her and to us and just say, I needed to hear your story of hope and of encouragement. Um, so if you are a new listener, be sure to check out Jenna Bennett's episode mm-hmm. that already happened, but mm-hmm. that it's so incredible because I think you will be encouraged as well. Um, as you hear Matt sharing their story, yeah. just jump back and listen to Jenna's also after this because um, she has such a heart, such a great heart for people and for wanting to be um, in the right space where God has her mm-hmm. in each season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really respect that about her, Matt. I think that's such a commendable trait. So um, on a super personal level, Matt, you guys have walked through a really sad season of grief. And um, I wondered if you would take just a few moments to share with our listeners about that a little bit. Sure. So um, over the course of several years, uh, we've, as we've uh, grown into adults, we've, you know, hit that stage where uh, we felt it was time for kids and we were, quote, ready to have kids and, you know, maybe thought we deserved children and would be good parents and uh, several years have passed and it hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and I know Jenna talked at length about that, but uh, so that is um, certainly one thing that we have dealt with. Uh, And then in March, uh, we got a phone call that everybody dreads and uh, we found out that her youngest brother, Brayden was in a car accident and had, had been, taken to heaven and he was he was uh, 16 years old so um that that's what we have walked through and and uh something that we've had to um work through and and uh again you know kind of going back to we have each other um and we have great friends here too but you know at the end of the day we have each other yeah Um, so it's been um I guess six and a half months and, uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm still kind of at a loss for words, uh, uh of what mm-hmm. to say uh, yeah. about it, but uh, that's what we've gone through. Yeah. So how have you as the brother-in-law of Brayden, the spouse of Jenna, um, how have you walked your wife through this type of grief and heartache? Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. Um, I, and I know that's, it's not a great answer, but, um, I, you know, something, something like this is just not something that you plan for. It's not something that you think, you know, Hey, I should learn how to deal with something like that or, or, or right. that type of situation. Um, you know, as, as we were, we were flying back that next day, um, I, you know, it, it obviously I had my own grief, but it, it went through my mind that, you know, of course I, <clears throat> needed to be for them, uh, there for them the best possible. And, mm-hmm. um, I had no idea how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's really, really cliche, but we, we really, really do approach it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it kind of is, 
it's definitely made me realize, you know, why we're given the promises that we'll, we'll have uh, new strength every day. Um, mm. Because, uh, you know, each morning we, we have to, we have to live by that. We have to, uh, to wake up each day and know that, that God will give us the strength um, to make it through that day. So it's funny. I, I'd always kind of heard that and it, it never really meant that much to me yeah. um, until this happened. And uh, I, I have to say too, I mean, just, just watching Jenna and her family, um, mm. I, I've learned so much and been so encouraged by their response to it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jenna's mom was literally witnessing uh, and encouraging Braden's classmates uh, the the evening of the accident, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's something that I can honestly say would would not have crossed my mind to do. I wouldn't have been able to do. Um, so just seeing their strength yeah. uh, has has been a huge encouragement to me personally, and uh, it's something that that uh, you know I've I've tried to encourage them in, but um, at the same time, it's it's pretty difficult to understand, you know, why things happen, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, one of my all-time favorite Braden stories is one that you tell, and you shared it at his Celebration of Life service in front of everybody. Um, would you Would you tell our listeners that story about Braden? Yeah. So, Jenna will correct me later, because I'll get it slightly wrong. But, uh, <laughs> basically, you know, when when... I started dating Jenna. Braden was a little guy, and he had all sorts of excitement uh, around farming, and that was his life. He lived and breathed it, and uh, so he, he, I don't even remember what it was for, but he came to uh, our parents' house, and we sort of grew up on a farm, but we didn't farm, and so we, uh, we had crops all around. And, uh, he was really, really interested to know how my crops were doing. (laughs) And, uh, he point blank asked me, Matt, how, how are your crops today? And I mean, he couldn't have been more than, you know, six or seven years old. (laughs) How are your crops doing this season? And I, I had no idea what to tell the little guy. (laughs) I don't have any crops, Braden. And, uh, that, that didn't make any sense to him whatsoever. Uh, so I'm surprised you still got to marry Jenna. I know, I know. I, I don't think he was a fan of me for about three years after that. <laughs> How can this guy be any good who, who doesn't have a, an ear of corn to his name? It's like it's like you got your man card taken away from you because you didn't have any crops. I know, I know, and 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 I didn't own a tractor, which uh, didn't didn't make any sense to him. Big no, uh, no. Oh man, oh yeah. man. I bet some. I bet someday you, you guys are going to laugh about that again. Yeah. Absolutely. In heaven, when you when we relive that, because you know the Bennetts, we're going to make you relive that story again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of on a, and, and please be as honest as you can, because I, I know this is going to, this can help some listeners, but um, through this season of grief, both with trying to have children and now walking through the unimaginable of losing a sibling for Jenna, for you, have you ever doubted God's goodness to you and Jenna? Um, I, I think I can genuinely say that I, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what it's made me realize is that that his plan um, is so much more intricate and, and um, hidden to us than we think. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really, I'm very black and white. I don't really struggle with knowing that he's in control and knowing that things will work out for the good. Um, but I, I definitely have realized that uh, it, it's so much different than we think it's going to be. Yeah. Um, because I, you know, obviously you would, you'd never, you never plan or assume something like that or, you know, either situation was going to occur. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, it forces you to put, put your trust back in him and, and, and know that he does have a plan and we're, we're just simply not going to understand it. Uh, and you know, as it's happening or even, you know, sometime down the road, yeah. Yeah. Potentially not even, you know, this side of eternity. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. we don't know why God's causing us to walk through or allowing us to walk through something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, it's hard not knowing. I mean, it, yeah. it absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, and you're so like your some of your personality traits is you're very orderly. You're a planner. Um, one of my favorite stories about you, Maddie. I was literally is, just gonna say the same thing. I, I mean, I just I just <laughs> love this story so much. Um, back in the day when we were all young and growing up, um, so our family was a one income family. You know, Dad worked really hard. Mom stayed home, and she home educated us, and so. You know, we they raised seven kids on one salary um, for a lot of it. Yeah. And um, God then blessed mom with an amazing home-based business, which helped supplement the family, which mm-hmm. was awesome. But dad and mom, every year, they would load us into our huge 12-passenger van, all of our suitcases, food packed in the coolers, and we would drive usually to Florida and we would have a family vacation. And these vacations were so looked forward to. Yes, they were. Like this was like our one big thing that we did as a family. Right. And Matt, I'll never forget. <laughs> I think he so should tell about his planner. <laughs> under the seats of the van, there was a, enough space for us to have like totes full of our car activities. And because there were so many of us, we had to like divide <laughs> the space out within these totes. And each one of us got a certain amount of space. So like a half a tote or a third of a tote. Yeah. And you, as a very young boy, decided that your your entertainment for the car was going to be your weekly massive planner. <laughs> Wait, what's so funny? What's weird about that? <laughs> well, that you were like eight years old and you had a weekly planner. Right, right. What's incredible is there was nothing in there. And, and what was I possibly going to, you know... Realized or learned in Florida that was going to prompt me to put something in there. You know, uh, I don't know. Apparently, it, it was it was something that sounded important at the time. But oh man, uh, I'll never live it down, and that's okay. Probably shouldn't. Oh my goodness, I just at the time it sort of seemed normal to me at the time. <laughs> Thanks for admitting that. I appreciate. You're that. welcome. You're because I like to plan too, and I'm super orderly. I'm working on that, but. But I, I remember thinking that it, it sort of made sense, and now it's so laughable. I mean, it was – it's back in the day where – correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but it was one of those thick leather planners, like the – probably passed down from an old one from Dad or something, but – Yeah, probably. What were those called? Uh, man, I can't remember. Couldn't, couldn't tell you, but it, it took up a significant amount of space. Yeah, I mean, yeah most of your tote. And, uh, <laughs> it, it got overruled. So, oh, you, you didn't know, actually get to take it? I didn't, no. Oh, who overruled it? I vetoed by the all-powerful Nathaniel. Oh, oh. <laughs> I did not remember that he vetoed it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. We, but I thought it was you know, your part of the tote. We came up with a system where we could eliminate one thing of, of each other's, you know, in the interest <laughs> of, of base. Uh, but no, it got shot down. Oh, oh I'm my sorry. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, you and Jenna, Matt, you, you guys recently made some decisions and you made some lifestyle changes um to I think specifically to become healthier I'm I'm guessing um what were those changes that you guys made and implemented in your life uh well it's nothing mind-blowing but um they've they've been kind of slow uh definitely have sort of gone one thing at a time but uh I guess it's been maybe a year and a half something like that uh I decided, and it was long overdue, to be consistent with uh, working out, um, whether that be, you know, making sure I got on the basketball court uh, or went for a run or got to the gym, um, but just kind of decided that uh, the excuses needed to go, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of them, and I had a lot of them for a long time, but, uh, you know, at 30, frankly, I, I just didn't feel that well in general. There was nothing... Um, Nothing specific, but overall, I just kind of felt blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I did that. Uh, so as far as um, food, we've made some changes there. Uh, Jenna has been mostly gluten-free for a few years now, and I honestly didn't hardly even know what that meant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's something that, yeah, something I've tried to incorporate. And we're not perfect, um, but... We're mostly gluten free now, um, especially if we if we cook at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things where I just kind of wanted to see if it if it made me feel better, uh, and it has. Mm. Um, and I, I just tried to make some other small changes. And I, as I said, I'm a rule follower, so if I make a rule for myself here or there, you know, it's it's easy for me to follow it. And uh, yeah. it's just something I would encourage people if that's something they want to do. Don't don't 
decide that you're going to change 10 different things at once, uh, change, change one thing that when you're posed with that decision, you, you know what your answer is going to be. And this won't surprise anybody, but for me, it was when I'm standing at line in, in Chipotle, I, they always ask, do you want a drink? And, uh, you know, I, I just told myself that my answer would be, no, I'll just have water, mm. uh, you know, and, and then I added one other thing to that. And so I would just encourage people, if that's something that they want to do, take it one step at a time and start with one thing and, and you know, eliminate that or add it or whatever it needs to be and, and master that and then uh, and then add something to it. Uh, the snowball effect is powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's so it's been evident, too, just in how you've said you have more energy and you feel better and been able to lose yeah. weight. Yeah, yeah, you look great. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I, I quite literally, I joke about it, but um, I, I feel significantly better at, at 32 uh, than I did at, at 28 or 30. Hmm. Um, so it used to be frustrating to me that the remote was across the room, and, and now I just stand up and go get it. Um, yeah. And I know that sounds crazy, but you know, if anybody can put themselves in, in that position, then hmm. uh, you know, know that, that change is possible. Hmm. Well, I think what's so important in what you said, Matt, is that it, it starts with one small decision that you stick to, mm-hmm. you know? So for you, yep. eliminating soda, that's yeah. something that you were able to set as a goal and stick to it and then add things as you could. And and I think that's so important because sometimes we put these expectations on ourselves that are too lofty. Mm-hmm. And then when we fail, we feel like... Oh, it's yeah. total failure. And yeah. then we just throw the towel in on the whole thing. And so I think that's such a good word for somebody yeah. listening. Like, yeah. what's your what's your one step? And yeah. figure that out and take that one step. Yeah. I think that's yeah. so good. I think that also yeah. applies to anything in life. I mean, Heidi, we've talked about this for years. Chris and I have implemented the one thing in our marriage where, you know, don't give your spouse the whole list of things that frustrate you about them. Like, sit down together and say, okay... If there's one thing that I can do better to be a better spouse, better in my marriage to you, what is that one thing? Don't give them five. Give them one because everybody can work on one, right? Um, And that's that's been big for our marriage just to, you know, every few months to be able to say that. And eventually you're going to get through your whole list, but you're not going to make your spouse feel like they're just a failure in every area. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And I I would just, again, encourage people, don't. Don't wait for January 1st. Don't make a New Year's resolution. Pick yeah. something small and decide that from that moment on that that's what it's going to be. And it doesn't mean it's easy, um, you know, but I, I would recommend picking something that's pretty easy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as easy as you can make it just, just to get the ball rolling on, you know, making better choices for yourself. And it, it doesn't have to be in what you eat. Um, it can be in, you know, committing five or 10 minutes to a, an elliptical or, or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, uh, yeah. but absolutely start small and, and start immediately. Uh, mm, put good. it off for the, for new year's and we all know those statistics aren't going to work out very well. Yeah. yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. That is so advice. you said you're 32. So if you um, could go back in time, um, teleport back to your 20 year old Matt, <laughs> what would you tell him? I think I would tell him not to take advice from a 32-year-old is what I would tell him. <laughs> I would tell him to seek out somebody uh, older and wiser, but uh, seriously, no. Um, I, I I would tell him to um, really not take for granted as much the people around him, mm. um, to be grateful, uh, invest more into, you know, there's really no specific relationship that I'm thinking of, but uh, just to realize more uh, that life is about people and the people around you and mm-hmm. uh, having a good impact on them and, and being encouraging to them uh, and and not taking them for granted uh, because I, I, I just think I spent a, a long time and, you know, I've got a long ways to go. And uh, But at 20 years old, I, I just I don't think... I found people to be that important and, and that mm. sounds terrible to say, but, um, I, I, I just didn't invest enough into those around me. And, and on the flip side, I wasn't grateful enough for those that, that had invested back into me. Mm. That's a very interesting answer. Yeah. That's very yeah. thought provoking. Yeah. 
I like that. That's that's the goal. <laughs> I like that. Goal. I like that. Well, Maddie, I um, have so enjoyed getting to talk to you on our podcast. Um, I think I, I know that some of the things that you've said are going to be so encouraging to different listeners, whether they're walking through their own journey of waiting on God's timing for their children or walking through very heavy grief with having mm-hmm. lost someone they love or whether they needed their encouragement from you about getting healthy again, you know, and being, feeling better. Um, I just, Heather and I are, have been so excited to see how God's been so strategic to place voices on this podcast at the exact right time when someone that we couldn't have even fathomed in a totally different country or a different state or a different region goes, I needed to hear your guest. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Thank you for being willing to be on here because I know your story is going to impact some hearts yeah. in a way that Heather and I wouldn't have been able to do without you. Yeah. 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 Well, you're welcome. It was a, it was a pleasure to do so and um, certainly uh, grateful for the opportunity. Awesome. Well, hang on the line for a minute because we want to talk to you off air, you know, so that gotcha. Will do. you don't have to tell all of your deep, dark secrets to the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> there are There's none. so many. Right, right. So, well, thank you so much for listening. We are so glad that you do each week. It it just encourages our hearts every week when we hear um, your feedback and your stories and how you tune into the H&H Hour and people say, oh, I can't wait for it every Tuesday morning. That just thrills our hearts so much. So thank you for listening. We are excited to keep this going, um, to keep bringing you amazing guests that are sharing their ordinary lives and pointing us all towards Jesus and pointing us towards the extraordinary in our lives. Mm -hmm. If you would do us a huge favor, Heidi, and I know we say this often, and uh, let's just be honest, Mm -hmm. no one ever does it. It's true. (laughs) I mean, like maybe like a one here or there. Yeah. Um, But if you are a listener of the H&H Hour, and if you are a fan of the H&H Hour, would you please go onto iTunes Mm -hmm. and would you give us five stars um, if you would? And then leave a review, leave Mm -hmm. some feedback because tell what you love about it or tell us how you listen to it. You know, where what areas of life, you know, if you're doing laundry or if you're driving or how you listen to the H&HR, not for our benefit, Mm -hmm. but what that does is it helps other people find the show. Right. And we can only reach a certain amount of people. But what happens is when all of y'all help us reach other people, it can spread to a whole bunch more people. So if you would go and do that, it's simple. Just go to iTunes, search for the H&H Hour, um, click on the review part Mm -hmm. and write something on there and then your name will pop up and we'll get to see so thank you so much for doing that thank you for listening you can find us on instagram at the h&h hour and we will talk to you next time